The perfect combination of versatile athleisure and training apparel has arrived. Thanks to the visionary minds of New Balance, Clutch Athletics, and Rich Paul, the designs reflect the heart of the athlete and the spirit of the community. With rising defensive stars Will Anderson and Chase Young on the roster, Clutch Athletics brings the best innovative gear to all athletes, giving them style and performance on and off the field. Learn more and purchase Clutch Athletics at NewBalance.com. The all-new Hyundai 2024 Santa Fe is equipped with everything you need to break free from the dull work week and embark on an adventurous weekend with your family. The all-new Hyundai Santa Fe's features like available H-Track all-wheel drive, standard third-row seating, available dual wireless charging pads ensure you can take on any adventure. Available H-Track all-wheel drives you can take on the dirt trails and kick up some mud. Standard third-row seating so your whole family can experience the thrill together. Available dual wireless charging pads so no one gets stuck in the great outdoors with a dead phone. Whether you're tailgating out in the dirt lot, Carter Finley, shout out Carter Finley, or whether you're whitewater rafting, taking the entire family on an adventurous trip, maybe you're out camping at Mount Rogers. I used to go as a kid, wish my parents had a Hyundai Santa Fe. The Hyundai Santa Fe is perfect for your family outing. Learn more about the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe at HyundaiUSA.com. Call 562-314-4603 for complete details. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Pick 6 Podcast, CBS NFL Podcast. Welcome. I'm Katie Mox, joined with Will Brinson and a fan favorite, P. Prisco. For those who missed the last episode, we chatted with Brady Quinn about the depreciation of the running back position. And today, we're going to react to P. Prisco's top 100 players in the NFL. It is live right now on CBSSports.com. Pete, thank you so much for joining us. I don't know if you know, but impersonating you is a favorite pastime of this show, of everybody but me. And Brinson, I would say, does the best impression. I haven't seen Brinson's impression yet. Go ahead, Brinson. Let's see it. <laughs> Learn the game! <laughs> Not bad. Not bad. <laughs> wow. I mean, I got I got guys that cover other teams in this league that I've known for years. They have a more... Uh, <laughs> x-rated version of that <laughs> right yeah i also have an x-rated version that i don't tell on here as well yeah um pete also this is a, it's exciting that this is uh we can talk about the list versus uh what two years ago when we accidentally revealed your list you did <laughs> no you did not not we you did well, me and brian mcfadden that's correct yeah. um yes we you know, I mean, sort of give the you know, top 100 list. I, you know, like I, I am loath to give you credit, but I, I do give you credit for this list in particular because, unlike, you know, the NFL Network does this. They they sort of do it after you did, and they have the players vote on it. They just compile the votes and do it. You're actually going through and watching tape and talking to people around the league to, to sort of briefly break down what goes into it. How much like is it about 2022 versus 2023? Um, you know, do you try to like do you try to be ahead of the curve? Do you try to reward players for a good year, et cetera, et cetera. Yeah, look, a little bit of all of it, Will. Uh, I mean, there are guys that I put on the list before they probably should have been on the list that ended up being – Jeffrey Simmons is one of them. You remember that one. And he ended up moving way up the list and and becoming a big-time player in this league. So I try and look a little forward-thinking. It's where you are right now because it's hard to evaluate guys who have been hurt. And I'll give you an example. What do we do with Darius Leonard? Darius Darius Leonard, when he's on the field, is is, a top 50, 60 player in this league. 
But he wasn't on the field last year, and he still got back issues. So where do you put him? I put him way down low in the list, but those are the tough evaluations. Guys coming off injury. You know, Joey Bosa is another one who's – when he's on the field, he's healthy, big-time producer, top, you know, player. But he hasn't been on the field producing the way he should. So that's tough to do. Uh, you do kind of lean a little bit forward thinking more so than look back. Uh, that means like some of the older guys might not be on the list where people would normally expect them to be. DeAndre Hopkins isn't on the list. Uh, you know, Keenan Allen isn't in the top 100. I think age is starting to be, you know, creep in with those guys. So you kind of forward thinking a little bit, but not all the way. I'll tell you what, Pete, I'm happy with this list because you've got two Niners in the top 10. You got Nick Bosa, I believe. And then who's at number 10? It's Trent Williams. Trent Williams at number 10. The Eagles have the most players with nine. Cardinals have absolutely none, zero. How much crap do you get from fans and players about this list? Oh, I'm I'm starting to get it right now, particularly on Twitter, you know, as it gets out there and they start seeing it and everybody complains their quarterback isn't high enough and uh, why isn't this guy on the list and why do you have this guy ahead of that guy? And I'll give you an example. Tua isn't on the list mm-hmm. and uh, they're going to come at me in waves. I expect that. And, you know, Miami Dolphin fans are very active and, and on Twitter and they're angry on Twitter. As Will knows, they get after you a great deal. So I can't imagine, <laughs> I can't imagine what they'll do. Uh, but this top 10, I think, was pretty much that. They, the one I had the problem with was Donald because he was hurt last year. Yeah. And, you know, he didn't play up to his expectations. And you start to wonder, is age becoming a factor? I have a sneaky suspicion, though, he's going to play well this year and get back higher on this list. Everybody else, I think, is pretty easy on the top 10. I don't, I don't think you could, you know, whatever way you want to order them, I get it. Uh, some people would put Joe Burrow ahead of Josh Allen. I didn't. That was a close one for me. But I think these are the top 10 players in the league right now. So the Donald thing is interesting because he, you know, he obviously played, you know, he's, I mean, a slam dunk Hall of Famer, um, had his worst year. I think you could argue that he was, even though like his injuries may have been more related to, uh, you know, the Rams realized the season was over and not wanting him to actually get hurt late. Uh, the quarterbacks at three, that's something you've, you've usually tried to stay away from just having the one, two, three. And I noticed in your write up in the in the intro, it said a razor thin margin between all three. Do you think it? Do you think it's that close between Patrick Mahomes and Joe Burrow? Because I do personally. Yeah, no, I think Patrick Mahomes was the easiest pick of them all. Oh, sure, number yeah. one. I, I don't think there's anybody can debate that he's number one. But I do think both Burrow and Allen have the capability. Remember, going into the last season, we thought Josh Allen might be passing Patrick Mahomes. There's yeah. actually some people who thought that. Uh, I think they're close, but I think it's clearly one Patrick Mahomes the way things are. And and by the way, Will. And, and Katie, if, if uh, Patrick Mahomes keeps going the way he's going, he's going to be in the conversation as the greatest of all time. I believe you should look out. I'm not sure what the Eagles have to do with uh, Patrick Mahomes, but we'll go with it. Um, I, I wonder who could be pulling the strings on that one. Uh, you know, I saw that uh, Jalen Hurts was behind Aaron Rodgers, and um, Billy is like adamant about asking about Trevor Lawrence and, and Jalen Hurts. I think to me, it's easy. Like you put Trevor Lawrence ahead of Jalen Hurts, knowing what you're going to see this year and knowing what you got from Lawrence. You know, it, he had urban freaking Meyer that first year, Like you mentioned him as an MVP candidate, Lawrence. I mean, how high do you think he could be heading into, uh, heading into next year or coming out next year? Excuse me. I think he could be in the top 10. That's mm. how good I think he could be here. Here's why you look at their schedule this year. It is against a lot of, Rookie quarterbacks. I mean, you're going to have two games against the Colts, rookie quarterback, two games against the Texans, rookie quarterbacks, probably at least one against the Titans with a rookie quarterback. You got, you know, Bryce Young 
and Carolina rookie quarterback. You have Desmond Ritter, who barely played last year in Atlanta. And then you have one against Baker Mayfield and one against Derek Carr. So your division, you should win five of those games, bare minimum, I think. You should win, uh, you know, maybe four or five, four of those other, three or the other games, maybe all four. Next thing you know, you got 11, 12 wins, and you're the quarterback throwing 38, 37 touchdown passes and for 4,500 yards. I think you're going to be in the MVP conversation. And so I think that makes a lot of sense. The other thing is Ridley, what Calvin Ridley adds to their offense. They didn't have that in that offense last year, and he still put up 14 touchdown passes and two picks in the last eight games of the season. So I think this is going to be one of those years where you see a quarterback go from here to there, and I think Trevor Lawrence is that guy. Yeah. You know, on um, our last episode with Brady Quinn, we talked about the depreciation of the running back position. And Brady had a lot of interesting insight about it. And we see on this list, you have CMC as your first running back, all the way down at number 27. You also feel like the running back position is going to depreciate. Well, as Will knows, I've been screeching, screaming that yeah. for about 20 <laughs> years. True. I was ahead of the curve on that one. I, look, running back position has been greatly devalued. And you don't pay him. You draft him. You, you don't draft him in the first round. You draft him in the second, third, fourth round. And you run him for four years. You don't give him a mega contract. And you draft another one all over again. Absolutely. The, the running back position has been devalued. All you got to do, go back and look at the teams that played in the Super Bowl last year. You know, Pacheco was a seventh-round pick. Miles Sanders was their lead back. He's not even there anymore. That tells you the value of that position. And I I think we're seeing more and more teams catching up to that and realizing it. And if you're going to get a running back, a Christian McCaffrey type is what you want, a guy who can catch the ball out of the backfield, a guy who can run it between the tackles better than he was given credit for coming out of Stanford. You want an air back. You want those guys who can do everything, more so than a guy who can just grind it up the middle. Yeah, McCaffrey almost feels like, excuse me, a um, just an ex- like a unicorn style player where you would take him with a top ten pick in an NFL draft because he's that durable, he's that different, he's that big a difference maker. If you know you can use him correctly, you know you wouldn't take him over a, a you know edge rusher or something like that. But he's he's that good. You have Derrick Henry there at thirty. I mean, man. I I don't want to be the guy to question. I don't want to question Derrick Henry because he is a physical freak. But at his age, with the you know that he missed the, the last time he had this bigger bigger workload the year before he missed the season. How worried are you that Henry might start to tumble a little bit in these rankings, especially with this contract you know, being up? You know what though, Will he he put up really good numbers last year playing behind an offensive line yeah. that might have been the worst in the league last year, mm. and I think they're going to be better up front. You know they had so many injuries last year on the offensive line. I think they'll be better than they were. Uh, as an offensive line in front of him, which will make him better. But yeah, you're right. You bring up a good point. When guys have a lot of carries and he's had a bunch, you got to wonder when they go off the cliff because eventually they all do. I think he has at least one more big time year before they start transitioning away from him being uh, a lead back in this league again. Makes a lot of sense. You know, you talked about this top 10 being easy for you and you can kind of interchange them as you want, but everybody should pretty much agree on those. Who did you have to gripe over? What is one that you really had to give a lot of thought to one, either make the list or where they, where they, where they're formatted? Aaron Rodgers. Uh, It was hard for me. And Will knows how I always picked the Packers when he was in Green Bay (laughs) and how I think he's a star player. And I truly appreciate him as one of the all-time greats. But after last year, where is he? I think that's the question. And and everybody says, oh, he's just going to spot in there with the Jets and they're going to move along. The Jets are one of those teams that has to learn how to win. Mm. And and I'm not talking about him. I'm talking about a lot of the young players. Everybody just, oh, put the veteran in there and everybody just goes. 
until you play big games, until you win big games, until you win big games in December and into the postseason, you have no idea how these young players are going to handle that. And I don't think the Jets have any idea. So I'm still a little concerned about how that all plays out. I do th- still think he's a top quarterback. I just wonder if he's among the elite because last year he was in the top 10, and I think he's fallen, he fell off a little bit last year. Look at the, the teams with the most players here. Yeah. It's, it's really interesting because – the, the two NFC teams that we think are easily the best two NFC teams have the most Eagles, nine 49ers six. And then you got a run of five straight AFC teams, chiefs, Bengals, dolphins, chargers with five. And then the bills with four, the Vikings and the Cowboys with four each and the Steelers, the jets and the Colts. I, I'm curious. It's a sort of a two-parter here, Pete, but like, do you think, I mean, do you think the disparity is that big in the NFC and the AFC as, as we've sort of talked about throughout this off season? And then, the Colts with four is really interesting. Like if Anthony Richardson's good, are the Colts a problem? Yeah, let's start with the disparity. I think the disparity comes from the quarterback position. I mean, if you look at the Niners and you see the Niners have all those players, but they have a big question at quarterback. Yeah. And even if Brock Purdy's healthy, we're racing that guy to stardom. I mean, let's slow the roll. He did play against a bunch of really bad defenses last year when he did play. I mean, he had the Cardinals, I think, twice, and they were terrible on defense. I think the best defense he faced other than the Eagles in the playoffs was was, and he didn't even play, was uh, was Washington. So uh, I think we have to slow the roll on Brock Purdy a little bit. That's no. why the 49ers have so <laughs> much talent. Uh, but again, it's the quarterback position. So I think the quarterbacks, that's the difference between the two conferences. And, and you look at it, run down these teams. Eagles have a quarterback because Hurts is pretty good. But then you go to the, the rest of the NFC teams. Kirk Cousins in the big moment, we know how that works out. Mm. Dak Prescott in the big moment, that hasn't worked out. Uh, so I think when you look at the difference between the two conferences, it comes down to quarterback. As for the Colts, look, if Anthony Richardson's the real deal in that division, they're going to be competitive because they do have talent on that team. They fell apart last year. Jonathan Taylor got hurt. The offensive line was a disaster. Uh, defensively, they had some issues. But you're right. If Anthony Richardson is good, they could be a team that can push for a playoffs. By, by the way, the Vikings should actually have three because Dalvin Cook, who you ranked in your top 100, yeah. is right. currently unemployed. Right. Right. Who, he shouldn't be on the should... So then who was going to make the list but didn't make the list now that Dalvin Cook isn't playing anywhere quite yet? Who would you bump in there? Well, there was a lot of guys that I had in there that I took out. Aiden Hutchinson was a guy I considered mm. because, uh, you know, he's one of those guys on the rise, a projection a little bit. Uh, you know, there, Justin Simmons, one of the safeties from the Broncos, was a guy that was in there. Dak Prescott. I mean, look, Dak Prescott's had some really good seasons. Yeah. Didn't have a good one last year, which is kind of why he's on the on the back end of that. So there were guys that were in that I moved back out again. Deron Payne's another one from Washington, defensive lineman. Uh, and, and look, I got a lot of pushback on – I've already got a lot of pushback just doing hits today on Justin Fields being in the top 100. And really? That's kind of a little projecting on my part. I, I'm a big believer in Justin Fields as a passer. Really? And, and I yes, I am. I think, look, everybody gets all excited about his running – Think about this, Will. The guy ran 160 times last year, but he was sacked 55. It's crazy. With the ability to move, he was still sacked 55 times. But now they get Darnell Wright at right tackle. Now you get Nate Davis at right guard. The offensive line will be better. You get DJ Moore in there as a legitimate threat outside. He will be a much better passer. His rushing numbers, his carries will go down from 160 to the 80s, I think, and he will throw the ball that much better this year. So you're, so you think Fields is Fields? I mean, he's not. We're not talking like 
I mean, what sort of range are we talking about? It can't be MVP, but like a, I mean, offensive player of the year, like sleeper? Next year. Next, next year. year. Okay. This year is going to be a step forward. Next year is going to be in the conversation for the MVP. Has, I'm, I'm a big believer in Justin Fields. Has Cameron Curl followed you on Twitter yet? No, but you see, you're, you're <laughs> one of those guys. Cameron, Cameron Curl was fantastic. No, no, no I'm just saying, like, you, you, you literally, in your blurb, you read, who, question mark? Because, I mean, I, I think, that, I think like, a lot of people will be like, I'm sorry, what, Cameron Curl is a top 100 player. And, I mean, this is what, this is like the Justin Simmons one, too, where you, you like to take a, you like to gamble a little bit and take a, and take a, take a, take a flyer out there, right? Yeah, and he was outstanding last year. Anytime you watch that defense, he was all over the field, and, and most people have no idea who he is. And, look, they have a good defense. By the way, that's a sneaky team right there to keep an eye on. If Sam Howell's any good, and I think he can be, yep. keep an eye on Washington because that defense can be loaded. I mean, you're really? talking about across the board, Payne, Allen, Sweat, and Young. If Young can come back close to being what he was, he wasn't last year. The linebackers, Jamin Davis played well last year. They, you know, Get Forbes in the secondary to play corner. I mean, they could be really good next year if the quarterback's good. I would actually agree with you on that one. Uh, we don't want to accuse you of playing favorites uh, here, Pete, but we did notice that Patrick Peterson made the list at 92, <laughs> co-host of the All Things Covered podcast with BMAC. Could this be a little buttering up of a colleague? No, because he wasn't on last year. And then I, <laughs> we had him on. In, we were in Minnesota, and he came over, and I told him why he wasn't on. I explained it to him, and he kind of understood. That's, he, wasn't, he didn't deserve to be on last year. <laughs> he deserved to be on this year. He played really well last year for a defense that wasn't very good, by the way. And the system wasn't very good. But he played outstanding football for him. Again, age is a little bit of an issue, but I think he has at least one more year to that level for Pittsburgh. And by the way, they better hope he plays to that level. So I know you're not a big Tua guy, um, yeah. and so that kind of gets you off the Dolphins a little bit, especially with your boy Rodgers there. Um, but I'm wondering, like Jalen Ramsey in town and Vic Fangio, how good do you think that Dolphins defense can be? I think that defense is going to be outstanding. I think I think Vic Fangio might be the best acquisition of anybody in the league this year. Mm. I really do. Like, I think like players a, or like players better, or coaches anywhere. Yeah, better than Rodgers. But we say out Vic Fangio is a better addition than Aaron Rodgers this better, season. Better than uh, maybe better than Sean Payton even in Denver because <laughs> you know Sean's got to try and resurrect the career of a guy might not be re <laughs> capable of being resurrected at quarterback. So um, I, I think Vic Fangio and what he'll do for that defense will be outstanding. I, look, it's not just Jalen Ramsey; it's the other Jalen, Jalen Phillips, who's in this top 100. That guy has special, special talent. And by the way, when we were there last week. He is just chiseled now. He's added weight. He's thick. He's tough. I think he's going to – and everybody talks about Chubb, and Chubb got the big contract, but I think Phillips is going to be the special pass rusher. When you can get those two guys going off the edge, we know Christian Wilkins on the inside is outstanding as well. I'm a little concerned about the linebackers, but if Howard can bounce back – he didn't play well last year and play like he can and is capable of with Jalen Ramsey, man, they're going to be really good across the board at the cornerback position. You talked about uh, how Peterson didn't deserve to be on the list last year, which I can't believe that you actually said that to his face. I have a lot of respect oh, for yeah. you uh, for, for saying that. Who didn't make the list but you think is going to have a big breakout year that we could see on this list next year? Or if there's someone on this list that's maybe lower that you think could shoot up um, you know, to the top 10 or 15 or 20 or so next year? Well, Calvin Ridley is the guy that could be on this list next year somewhere. you know, I think Calvin, if Calvin Ridley and by every – 
person I talked to in Jacksonville, they say he's been phenomenal this offseason. Just mm. uh, speed is back. And if he's that guy he was the last year in Atlanta, that's the number one wide receiver. He will be on this list for sure. I don't think there's any question about that. He will move up this list. Uh, you know, when you look at guys who could make the big jump forward, I think you got to look at some of those young receivers. Garrett Wilson playing with Rodgers. I think he's one of those guys. Chris Olave, again, with Derek Carr now. Yeah. How will he take the step up? I think it's always for receivers. We see him come on, and they put up good numbers as rookies, but they're kind of still – their heads are spinning because they don't, they're not playing as fast as they should because they're not so crisp when it comes to reading, on the, reading coverages on the run. But you see that second year, and they become much more comfortable. So I think Olave and Wilson are two guys I think can take big steps forward. Who is the toughest person to leave off your list? And by the way, Hopkins? Hopkins is a good leave off. Look, look, you're seeing his market what it is right now. Somebody told me the other day that the, the biggest market he has right now is $4 million. I mean, that, that's not very good. Whoa. So I, I think the market is sending a message of where he is as a player. And, and, you know, he didn't practice all the time in Arizona either. That's a concern. So I, leaving him off was not a problem. Mike Evans, maybe. He was a tough one. I left him off. But, again, that's kind of skewing down. I put Godwin on because Godwin is back. Godwin caught over 100 passes last year, and he wasn't back. That, that says a lot about him. He looks like we saw him last week. He looks, or this week, he looks like he's back to being where he was. So I think his yardage numbers will go up as well uh, in that new offense. So I, I, Mike Evans, Dak Prescott, I had a trouble with a little bit. Uh, I thought about putting him on. Justin Simmons is another guy. All right, that's all the time that we have with Pete. He is a very, very busy guy. We thank you for taking some time out for us today. You can catch his top 100 on cbssports.com. We have more Pick 6 coming up, so stick around. Pete, thanks for your time. You're watching Pick 6. We'll be right back. They say patience is a virtue. But for some things, we can't wait. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, 
chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back on the Pick 6 Podcast with Brinson. We just talked to Pete Prisco about his top 100 list. Again, that's on CBSSports.com. What do we think? I texted Pete just like just like during the break. I was like, 20 minutes. He was like, I think he's like, I think he was like, whoa, whoa, he actually got me out in 20 minutes. <laughs> he, he, um, the uh, in in Slack, we uh we had uh you know, we had a lot of discussions about what I, I didn't think the list was that bad, honestly. Like I I I don't know. I, I didn't I didn't find it to be I'm not sure what the what the angst was. The angst is always about the quarterbacks and where the quarterbacks are and and what you do with the quarterbacks. And but I mean to me, like it, you know, it part of part of doing this list is when you do it, you do have to make and I've just known Pete for so long that I also like know like where his head's at for projections and stuff. Like yeah. you do have to project forward what you think is going to happen because if you just reward everybody for 2022, then the list ends up looking stupid. Like if Geno Smith is 17 in you know on this list, yeah. it, the list looks stupid at the end of 2023. Right. right. So you have to be a little bit like I would I think Gino probably should have been on there given the season he had. Like you, yes. you throw him a bone and reward him for that. Um McCaffrey could have well, been higher. Gino- I think McCaffrey definitely could have been higher. Gino wasn't even a name that he said, someone that he regrets not yeah, putting I, on Yeah, I don't think list. he expects the Gino to, like, be, like, I don't think he expects it to, I don't think he expects it to to carry over into this season for Gino to play as well as he did last year. So you've known Pete for a long time. You've seen yes. a lot of these top 100s. How do you rank this top 100 oh, in all that you've seen? Maybe I'm just, like, tired of arguing with Pete after, like, <laughs> a decade of doing it. Um I would say that I, I think actually usually when like when I when we do this show, I have a harder time like getting amped up to argue with Pete about this list than I do mm. other stuff. Um, and, and it part of that I think is just I, one one I think it's a really hard list to do. I would say that this this list in particular is uh, I'll grade it a seven point three out of ten. Okay, how long do you think it takes him to put he, this he, together? He puts He's a ton been- of work into this. He he will text with people around the league and call people and talk to like, like personnel people and scouts, et cetera, and move guys around based on like conversation he hears or, or like go, or he'll go back and watch t- more tape. Somebody like, go back and watch this. He'll go back and watch the tape and then he'll move guys around based on that. So like, there's a ton of time that goes into this. And, you know, sometimes you see some homeristic tendencies pop up, but like he has Trevor Lawrence really high. I think he's right there. A lot of people, are going to push back against that and say, why is Trevor Lawrence so high? Like, I think that at the end of this year, he will look like he mentioned Justin Simmons. A few years ago, Justin Simmons had, you know, he, he tore his ACL in before the draft falls to the Titans plays well as rookie year would have been a top five pick guaranteed. If he, if he had towards ACL Um, falls to the Titans is ends up 
you know, playing well. And Pete put him in his top 100 after his rookie year. And, and people were like, what? Like what? And then it was easily justified. No, I said, um, yeah. Did I say Justin Simmons? Did I say, I mean, anyway, the, the point being is, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm flustered. Clearly. <laughs> but the point being is that like, he, like he, he believes that he, he, he's willing to take a leap on a leap of faith on some guys. Now Rogers at 29, that's like, do you think that's too low or too high? Um, uh, well, he didn't have a great season last year, but Jeffrey there was a Simmons, lot of... not Justin Simmons, by the way, I'm an idiot. Yeah. Jeffrey yeah. Simmons. Sorry. I was like, oh, okay. yeah, yeah. Jeff, right. the, the interior defensive lineman for the Titans, Justin Simmons is the safety for the Broncos. Yes. Um, I love it when people mispronounce other people's names. It makes me feel better. About I didn't mispronounce it. I just missed his first name, which is even whatever. Yeah, 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 whatever, whatever it is. Yeah. Things that are wrong um, yeah. make me happy because it's not just me. I think that Aaron Rodgers is at 29, probably a little bit too high um, based on the season that he had last year. I mean, the passing yeah. game was not great at well, all. And so, so Pete usually will keep Rogers higher than most people. When Rogers was struggling, Pete was hesitant to move him down. I think the fact that he's got him at 29, that's really low for Pete and Rogers, especially wow. given that he's going to a new team where he could, and you heard Pete say, he's like, I don't know. This is going to magically work out. Like, yeah, I, Pete not being high on the jets shocked me. You know, I hadn't talked to him about it before. Um, I sort of assumed he would be big in on the jets because Rogers was there. And you see Quentin Williams is right there. He's got, you know, he's got, there's plenty of Jets play. I think there's like three or four, maybe three Jets players on here. I'm sure there's somebody else, right? Uh, Sauce Gardner definitely has to be on this list. I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure. But the point being is that like. Oh yeah, he's number 15. He's high. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's even higher. Right, exactly. I was about to say, yeah. Uh, Above Jamar Chase, Sauce Gardner. Yeah, I mean, Sauce Gardner is freaking awesome. By the way, if like Sauce Gardner had made it, we'd missed grilling him about that. That would have been the the absolute (laughs) egg uh, on our face. But yeah, I mean, I think. That with Pete saying that about like Pete putting Rogers at twenty nine and the way he sort of framed that makes me think that like it makes me think he he's really hesitant about the Jets, which makes me feel better about my hesitancy about the Jets that I've previously discussed because everybody's sort of in on them. Uh, I'd be very curious to see what you know, like how because I think the world is really looking at the Jets and expecting a lot of big things this year. Yeah, I mean, when you look at these offensive tackles, obviously Trent Williams, I think, is is the best in the yeah. league. So him him being at the top of this makes a lot of sense. Is there anyone on this OT list that looks out of place to you? No, I mean, I think Andrew Thomas will surprise the people at 24, but he's he's played really well um, after, you know, like, people forget that it's like, I mean, it's it's hard to play in the NFL. It's really hard to. <laughs> oh, come on. Know. Everybody on Twitter knows how to I, do everything. I know. Right. Well, it's, it's, it's really hard. Like offensive tackles, like aren't always immediately great. Rashawn Slater's one. You know, he missed time last year, but the fact that Slater 51 is probably a little bit low given how well he played, um, you know, his rookie year and how well he, how well he could play. You have to, you know, new offensive coordinator. We'll see how that works out. Tristan Boris moving to the left side, maybe a little low as well, but I think, you, you know, you have to see how he transitions there. And, you know, the, the fact you have two Eagles on there, that clearly shows, I mean, look, the Eagles offensive line, that's what that team is built yes. on. You know, like that's, that's the offensive line is elite and that's why that team uh, is consistently good. And then Darisaw, uh, I think would probably surprise some people as well, but he's been very good for Minnesota. Panay Sewell, awesome. I, I, have no, I don't have any problems with those guys. On the, uh, these guys on the list, Slater, I'd probably move up. Um, and I think, you know, like, I mean, I don't know that I'm definitely taking Thomas over Slater, but I would certainly move Slater up, but I think Thomas is um, coming into his own, and especially with that new coaching staff, we've seen how well they can coach things up. 
Uh, Billy, put the top 10 back on um, on the chat because, you know, Prisco said that these are what it is and you can kind of interchange them anyways. I'm curious, Brinson, how you would reorganize his top 10. Uh, well, Mahomes is one for sure. I think I would probably put Burrow at two. So you would switch I mean, Allen and Burrow, which yeah, he I'm said just, a lot of people would do. Yeah, and, I, and Pete, Pete thinks they're really close too. He loves both guys. And I mean, who, you know, who can blame him? I think I would move Donald up to five. I still think, I think last year was kind of an aberration. Um, yeah, I, I Nick Bosa, Nick Bosa won defensive player of the year and he's a freak of nature. Like I have no problem with him at four. Um, they're all really close here too. Like Justin yeah. Jefferson could be three. I mean, you know, if we're taking, if we're taking out positional, you know, value and all that, um, Travis Kelsey is a freak of freaking nature. You know, I like the, the fact that you, you see Multiple the teams that are around games. Yeah. I mean, like, like Kelsey's getting older, but he's just not slowing down. I mean, I, I wouldn't have any problem with him in the top five. I think these guys pretty well represent the top 10. You know, I, I'm trying to think who Pete had at, uh, I'm just trying to think who missed, who just missed the top 10. Looking at it, he had at 11. TJ Watt. TJ Watt, Tyreek Hill, Chris Jones, Jalen Ramsey, Sauce Gardner, Jamar Chase, Devontae Adams, Lane Johnson, Pat Sertan, and Stephon Diggs. I mean, well, look, Tyreek Hill had the best season kind of of his life, uh, you know, in, yeah. in the last one. And so it's interesting that he doesn't make. Yeah. Who do, you who do you take out of the. So I think part of it is. So again, like he's, he, what he's usually done is try to put just. Like he's trying to minimize the number of quarterbacks he puts in the top 10. Mm. Cause you could, you, if you were doing like, like actually top 10, like, you know, most important players in the league, you would have 10 yes. quarter, right. Um, or like eight quarterbacks or whatever it is. So, I mean, are you going to move Aaron Donald down out of the top 10? I think, I think Pete knows he's going to bounce back and he doesn't want to, he doesn't want to move Donald out of the top 10 and end up looking foolish for that, which I, I don't blame him for. You I mean, haven't mentioned Miles Garrett though. Miles Garrett's in there pretty high. Yeah, Miles Garrett's just awesome, but he's like kind of, you know, he's he's he flies under the radar with the exception of that one time he wh ripped off his helmet and, and <laughs> yeah, that was like, like well, Miles Garrett was right there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was yeah. Miles Garrett was right there with with Bosa. I mean, you know, for for defensive player of the year, and the the 49ers were just better and Bosa came on like gangbusters at the end of the year. So yeah, I mean, my, I don't have a problem with Miles Garrett. I, I'm just saying like Bill Barnwell always points out when we when we do the when he does um a ranking saying, or like when you do Pro Bowl snubs, if you're going to call somebody a snub, you have to be willing to take somebody else out, right? So, like, I agree with you. Tyreek Hill could easily be a top 10 player. The question is, like, who are you taking out of the top 10? I guess if you're just going off 2022, Aaron Donald could be the guy. I mean, none, of, none of these guys yeah. were, you know, like, if you're, if you're, if you're going to take somebody out for Tyreek Hill, Aaron Donald would be the guy. Just, because just based he, on the Rams last season. Yeah. Correct. Just based on how he, you know, his, he didn't play as much last season and he had the worst year of his career, but they basically sat him because they were completely out of contention and they did, they wanted to try to make sure everyone was healthy coming into 2023. I mean, you saw that with right. Stafford, you know, cup got hurt. Of course. Um, I mean, Jamar chase, if he played, you know, if he played 16 games, he's, he's top 10 probably. Um, so yeah, I mean, it's TJ Watt could easily be top 10, uh, easily. but only played 10 games. And that's the thing is like the injury stuff. Pete pointed out, it's tough. You know, like, do you, you know, who TJ Watt is. Yeah. You're not going to bump him all the way down to like 35 because he played in no. 10 games, you know? No, but Jalen Ramsey had a very off year and he's 14. And yeah. I mean, that's I think a, that, that's a little high for me for Jalen Ramsey. I think it's Ramsey's still a stud, 
and he's about to go into this Vic Fangio offense or defense that is going to, I mean, you know, we talked, we talked to Beasley. Well, excuse me. I'm, 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 Head of the curve here. Head of the curve. In the future, next, we will talk to Beasley. Next yes. week, we'll be doing our. We'll be starting our all thirty-two series where we examine um, the uh, the each team, each NFL team. You should check. Make sure to check that out. Obviously, subscribe yeah. to the feed, and you'll get those. Um, but we talked about. We have the Dolphins coming up early in the series. Uh, if likely first, barring something like really weird happening, and talk about you know people pointed out. Fangio might be the biggest offseason addition of the entire NFL. And you have, like, I don't know, Jalen Ramsey, if you wanted to say that Sauce Gardner could jump him, I think Pete out of, you see this a lot with Pete, like the fact that he has Sauce Gardner one spot behind Jalen Ramsey as the top two cornerbacks, and then Sertan really, like at 19, like close behind, that's, a, that's an homage to Ramsey to a degree, knowing that he's played at an all-pro level his entire career down year last year, the Rams had a down, everyone on the Rams had a down year last year. Right. Um, yeah. And that Ramsey could easily bounce back with the dolphins and, and that sauce Gardner were it not for Ramsey's history and of production and success and his new spot would have probably been the number one corner in, on this list. Yeah. All right. Well, 7.5 is what you have. 7.3, 7.3, 7.3. Okay, 73 is how old Pete is. So I thought I'd give a 7.3. <laughs> that makes a lot of sense. All right. That's going to wrap our show today. I do want to say that we are up for auction people. We are benefiting right. St. Jude research hospital as a part of the fantasy football today draft a thon it's on eBay. If you go to the pick six podcast, social media accounts at pick six pod, you can find the links and bid on a chance to have a private zoom conversation with will with me, with Wilson, uh, with breach, pretty much all of us. You can also bid on a chance to be a guest on the pick six podcast. So please, please, please. It's for a good cause. And we are so happy to be able to talk to all of you. Make sure that you also join us next week as Bill, uh, Bill as will mentioned, Will and Brinson all together. You know how we it do works. here. Uh, we are doing a all 32 summer mini series. We're going through every single team uh, with insiders from those teams. So a lot of really great information that you need to know ahead of the season so that you can draft your fantasy teams so that you can make smart bets and all of the above. That's going to wrap for us here on the Pick 6. Remember to like, comment, and subscribe on the YouTube page. For everyone listening to audio, download, follow, leave a five-star review and tell your friends to listen and watch the pod. We'll see you next week for the All 32. It's the UEFA Champions League on Paramount+. Plus. Europe's top club soccer tournament. Champions versus champions. The best teams facing off in the knockout rounds. Magnificent! And it all takes place. While you're filling out financial reports at work. In the middle of your day. In the middle of your week. So use that second screen. Call in sick. Do whatever you gotta do to tune in Tuesdays and Wednesdays. Nobody watches the UEFA Champions League like us. Stream every match live exclusively on Paramount+. Plus.